0: And what we actually believe in is that education can change lives, transform communities and build bridges. And uh, therefore, we have built a digital platform called uh, the Chiron Campus to ensure that our students receive access to high quality education, uh, not just for academic and professional purposes, but also for personal growth.
1: Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Making an Impact. This is the podcast where all aspects of working in the global impact sector are discussed. My name is Helen Rask, and I will be the host of this podcast. In this episode, we will meet Rohit Kakar, who is the head of human resources at Chiron in Berlin. Rohit would let us know how Chiron helps refugees to have access to higher education, and how his own background has inspired him to join this field of work. So, let's get started. Today, I'm very happy and honored to have Rohit Kakar, who is the head of human resources at Chiron in Berlin. Rohit, welcome to the podcast, Making an Impact.
0: Thank you, Helen. It's a pleasure to join you.
1: You're very welcome. First, I'm of course very, very curious to learn a bit more. What is Chiron?
0: Yeah, of course. Um, So Chiron um, Open Higher Education is a non-profit organization. We have been offering uh, free online opportunities, learning opportunities to refugees and disadvantaged communities worldwide um, since 2015 actually. And uh, what we actually believe in is that education can change lives, transform communities and build bridges. And uh, therefore we have built a digital platform called uh, the Chiron Campus to ensure that our students receive access to high quality education, Uh, not just for academic and professional purposes, but also for personal growth. Uh, At the end of the day, our vision is, you know, uh, in a world in which everyone has uh, the equal chance to access and succeed in higher education.
1: And how does it work concretely?
0: Um, exactly. So currently, uh, if I may just give you some figures, we currently have 6,400 students worldwide. And uh, the students, essentially, when they join our campus online, they can uh, select different tracks. So, for example, one track is, or one goal that they might have is to prepare their application to a German university. And then um, For this reason, if they want to apply for a German university, they have to get their documents ready, prepare the application documents, and we have a checklist for this and we help them guide through this application process. At the same time, we offer also um, study tracks, which are, you know, programs on a general subject with 30 to 50 courses where they can choose a study track such as mechanical engineering, political science, computer science, business and economics, or social work. At the same time, um, we also introduce short programs as part of our digital learning offerings um, on the campus. These uh, short programs complement our course portfolio with uh, more practical courses that enable uh, the students to, you know, learn faster, uh, have faster learning outcomes and uh, gain professional skills. This could be something, you know, like a short program on web design or uh, learning programming with Python uh, as, as such.
1: And how how is your platform constructed?
0: Well, it's a it's a very user-friendly platform, and um, we have a we have a great tech team that work uh, day and night to you know make sure um, the platform is up to date to make sure we we really have a focus on uh, what students require. So we we can try to understand you know what would what would make it easier for them to use how how would make it easier for them to use the campus, and um, we we work in an agile agile mindset. That means that on a, each two-way two-week basis, the the tech team really focus on, okay, we could, this week, we could focus on this part of improving the campus, and then they do a testing phase, and then this is launched um, on the website. Uh, And the campus is actually quite easy to use, and if you're a student and you don't know what you do, um, you need to, you have your, it's a very self-guided way to, um, you know, follow your aims and follow your goals and uh, follow your study tracks.
1: And how do you reach out to your students? how how does people get to know about your platform
0: um well we we work with a lot of partners um uh you know not just in Germany we also have a big focus in Lebanon and Jordan and we work we work with many partners uh, in in these countries at the same time um, you know we have students at the same time worldwide um, i think we gained uh, a lot of influence in uh, early 2015 when Chiron was launched uh, and at this stage um, at that at that time a lot of you know an, Word, through word of mouth, uh, Chiron became uh, very well known. Um, now, um, I would say this is uh, an option for refugee students worldwide through, you know, if they, are, um, if they are currently displaced or if they currently don't have the access to higher education, we are the, the people, you know, that, um, that can help them uh, build this bridge here.
1: And uh, you are a social enterprise. Uh, how do you work with the more traditional aid organizations that are normally involved in refugee situations?
0: Uh, sure. Um, well, I, I I'm of the opinion that traditional methods of development can work very well alongside social enterprises. You know, at the end of the day, we we want to reach the same goal, and uh, therefore the role of social enterprises um, is is growing in development. Um, we work very closely with with our partners and you know we collaborate with the, with social organizations to uh, to offer our expertise and experience you know we have uh, educational experts that we hire we have uh, educa- uh, we have experts in tech uh, that we hire here and uh, together we can collaborate on you know uh, reaching the same goals some, uh, an example like this could be, you know, we have a learning center in Lebanon where um, refugees take a blended computer science class studying online courses with us. Um, and it's really exciting to see how uh, digital learning offers can be combined with offline support, for example, in Arabic, to cater the needs of these students. And uh, this has been working very well in Jordan and Lebanon, um, which, uh, where we work very closely with our partners there.
1: Maybe you, you you spoke a bit about it already, but uh, maybe you could elaborate. What would you say is the role of social enterprises like like yours in the aid sector?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I would say social enterprises such as the Chiron NGO are, um, are really well positioned uh, to understand what, what really the problems are and uh, how the best way to solve them um. Uh, education can be such a barrier for displaced communities and refugees. Um, and we help them overcome this barrier by offering them you know, digital solutions to learning. Um, I think we are quite flexible and nimble in our approach. So the impact is actually quite long lasting. What is your own background? Um, well, I, um, I don't come from a traditional HR background. Um, I actually studied uh, German and Spanish at university in England. And then I went on to do my master's in uh, German studies with a focus on politics and philosophy. Um, exactly. And then uh, after my master's, I wanted to work in a field where I could use my languages um, initially. And uh, I, I got offered a job as a recruiter for the German market uh, for uh, recruiting someone in Berlin. Um, consequently, I then built my career in HR through a few uh, corporate organizations initially in the transport sector, um, marketing, energy and um and due to this uh, diverse experience I had in different uh, different fields, I could bring uh, bring some of these expertise to uh, from private sector into non profit.
1: And what did you what brought you into this field of work in the first place?
0: Um, um, I would say that one of the one of the main reasons Chiron was so attractive to me was uh, has to do with my own personal background. Um, I was myself a refugee child when my parents moved from uh, Afghanistan initially. Uh, and after that we ended up moving to the uk when i was uh, younger and uh, our parents really you know offered us the opportunities that they didn't get um i could uh, i had the chance to study at university which was a dream come true but at the end of the day many people you know are not as privileged as i was to to be able to be a refugee and still go to university in uh, somewhere like uk and uh, this is why what Kyron is doing is so amazing um, you know exactly because of this and uh, this gives me a reason which i can also really relate to the students because um, i remember when i was a student in uk really trying to fight my way through the uk higher education system Um, at the same time um, even though when i was working full-time in different organizations i was uh, volunteering at uh, local refugees projects here in berlin um, which are called Sprachcafe, where we would offer support in learning German or offering assistance in governmental institutions um, or just having a cup of tea and, uh, you know, discussing life. Uh, so the Sprach Cafe really became a way of me to, you know, help uh, refugees uh, integrate in our communities, in local areas in Berlin. And at the end of the day, we just went to museums or art galleries. And I think due to this experience, Chiron was the perfect um, next step for me. And nonprofit uh, social enterprise section uh, se- sector was um, in a way the perfect next step for me. Where I, uh, and this is the reason I wanted to really join Chiron.
1: And Sprache Café is language cafes
0: exactly. in English. Yeah. Yes.
1: What would you say is the most rewarding about your job?
0: Um, well, I would have to say that um, HR is a very wide spectrum of, you know, um, a very wide spectrum and um, it's a very diverse field. So I think no day is the same. Uh, so we get to do, you know, a lot of uh, projects and uh, a lot of different tasks on a day to day basis. Um, and you really uh, you, help, you get the chance to guide the organization. Um, but I think what I really enjoy is working with the people here. Um, everyone is really motivated and passionate of working here and uh, even though we are in the operations team and you know we don't have that really direct contact with the students, I still feel like you know we make a make a difference to student lives in what way um, well I could give you an example there. Um, there was uh, recently an offline uh, student event that we had in Berlin where students from all across Germany um, came uh, together, you know, to just for an information event. And there I offered a workshop to students on uh, how, to, um, how to write a CV uh, in, for the German market, how to uh, change your cover letter to adapt for the German market and uh, I did this workshop with uh, around 20 students and uh, it, it received uh, it had such a positive impact at the same time um, we I asked the communications team to take pictures uh, of the students for their CV as in Germany sometimes a picture is a requirement for your uh, for your CV and uh, this this really um, you know I understood how something simple as that made such a difference to not just students student lives but also their um, you know future careers if I if i I help them even in, a, in an application process.
1: Do you have uh, another good example of when Chiron has had a positive impact?
0: Uh, definitely. There have been uh, lots of success stories um, where refugees have been coming to Germany and joining Chiron and then going on to universities Uh Similarly, um, I think there have been many stories of women rebuilding their lives through Chiron. Um, we, offer, we have a big impact on uh, women empowerment projects. Um, so um, there we really help uh, students follow you know, their dreams of transferring to a university. So um, there, there have been uh, lots of success stories there of uh, students going to university.
1: Is it for free when you, um, I mean, do the students have to pay fees or?
0: How? No, not at all. It's uh, completely free.
1: What would you say is the most challenging about your job?
0: Um, I would also say that as no day is the same and you don't know what to expect, uh, it that can be quite challenging. At the same time, uh, being a non-profit, we we sure have budget limitations. You know, you you want to advance uh, as an HR department. There there are so many projects you want to do that sometimes you have to leave those aside um, so that you can, uh, you know, focus on other things. But I really learned to appreciate that too. um, As this way, I have to be more creative uh, and find more creative solutions and uh, network more.
1: Which skills do you think are needed if one wants to have uh, or if one wants to work with a social enterprise like yours?
0: Well, um, we call ourselves Karenistas. Um and as Karenistas, you know, we are open minded, um, we love sharing ideas, um, we are passionate about digital solutions uh, and I think one of the main um, skills that's required is to have a agile mindset. We, you know, we work in an innovative spirit and we strive for social impact. So this is something that, um, that we always look for in applications. We have a very diverse team. Um, if I would give you some numbers, we have like over 80 staff with, from 25 different you know, backgrounds, nationalities. We're headquartered in Berlin, but we also have offices in Jordan and Lebanon, um, which really makes us a diverse team. Um, so at the end of the day, what we really also look for is uh, humility in the, in the applicants.
1: You have offices in Jordan and, and Lebanon, Lebanon as well,
0: you said exactly
1: how many staff are based there
0: um currently we have uh, 10 staff
1: in the field uh,
0: exactly so they they just also work in the camps there and so it's a mix of um, offline and online learning and uh, they're working in student support roles directly
1: and what would you say is the recipe for a successful innovation project like chiron Mm
0: -hmm. Um, well even though we are nonprofit, that doesn't mean that our technology is not cutting edge. You know, we really uh, rely heavily on um, open source technologies and contribute back to where we are, to where we can. Um, and we are constantly developing our product. I think this is the main um, recipe for success, innovation success at Chiron, where, that we really work on an agile mindset, where we work on two-week iterations, um, where we focus on project imp- uh, product improvements on a week-by-week basis. Uh, where we ask our question, you know, where can we make a difference um, to the students' need, and how can we make the difference? Um, and once those um, uh, and once those uh, developments have been successful, we I think it's important to celebrate. So you know, celebration takes a plays a big part in defining Chiron's uh, culture. So uh, I think it's quite uh, quite valuable to you know celebrate social aspects, not just celebrate social aspects, such as birthdays and um, you know uh, career anniversaries. But also celebrate the innovative uh, stuff we do. you know, uh, and I think you really encourage our people to explore their passions and uh, their innovative mindset. Uh, one more thing I think I would say regarding um, successful innovation is to be you know to be to be flexible. you know sometimes um, how can we implement our technology to be used in different ways? Can our product have uh, other uses? And I think we have the the right stuff here to do that.
1: Do you think there is a special culture organizational culture among uh, social enterprises that you don't necessarily have uh, within the traditional more traditional aid
0: organizations? Um I would say um an organization like Chiron um I think we are um we are non-profit at the same time we are a ed tech organization so we have this uh, innovative spirit um you know so I would say we are, we're definitely very similar to traditional organizations, but with an added, uh, added uh, mindset of agility um, and working in, uh, in a, especially coming from such a technology-based uh, background due to our campus. Uh, and I think both of those, um, those parts of our organization work really well together. Uh, and that in a way brings this, this innovative uh, culture that we have here.
1: Uh, what, what, who came up with the idea to Kyron in the first place? How did it start?
0: Uh, this was uh, before I started here, but uh, I think this was created from uh, by Vincent Sima and Markus Kressler. They formed uh, Chiron um, in the early 2015. They were, you know, um, entre- entrepreneurs um, that um, you know wanted to offer affordable online extension to the traditional university model. And, uh, you know, at the same time, this was the beginning where the refu- so-called refugee crisis started in Germany. And uh, this is where the this all started.
1: Thank you very much, uh, Rohit, for participating in the podcast.
0: Thank you, Helen, for your time.
1: I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you found it interesting to learn more about the work of Chiron. If you want more information, please check out our webpage www.impactpool.org. Bye for now and see you in the next episode.